Hi, I'm Chud X. And I'm Lanny. And this is The World As It Is Today. All right, Lanny. So this is our first podcast together. Yeah. And I want to make sure that we don't do too much small talk. So you want to talk about the weather? Sure. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, the weather is, uh, it's not small talk when we talk about it, is it? No, not usually, because there's a lot involved, uh, a lot of pre-planning to the weather, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, so you believe in chemtrails, right? I believe in what I can see in the sky, yes. Yeah, right, right. You don't think they're contrails? Uh, no, it doesn't seem to be condensation. I don't think condensation behaves that way. Yeah, and if it was condensation, I mean, like, wouldn't that even be bad, like, from a, from an environmentalist point of view, like, that we're just spraying droplets of water all over the place i don't know just on its own that and the amount of fuel that those jets would be using to get across the sky and we're still not clear on what they're for or where they're going that would be a great question to have answered yeah absolutely so many people that i've listened to talk about it i've never gone down this hole myself but they say they'll try to call air traffic control people and things like that and find out what was this jet that was flying over my house at this time and whenever they try to do this with the chemtrail the ones they suspect of chemtrails the information's never available oh, it's very convenient yeah when i'm watching those things fly overhead over our home and i see that big thick stream behind them and then watch it spread out and form clouds and then the weather changes it just seems like it kind of is happening before your eyes that you don't need anybody to really tell you about it to think that there's something going on and we've had some really extreme weather this year uh, from like the hottest days uh, on record, uh, so they say, in June when we got up to like 100 and what was it, 106? Yeah, it was around 106, 107, something like that. And then some of the coldest days we've had where we got down to six or seven degrees just the other day and lots of snow. And then um, we melted, warmed up to what, 47 yesterday? Mm-hmm. Got pretty hot. And uh, then for only to turn around and start snowing that evening, and now we have snow again. It's and it's down to 25 out there. 25. But you know what's crazy? I took a little walk through the old homestead here to the other side of the woods where we can see Mount Baker from here in Whatcom County. And uh, Mount Baker does not have very much snow on it. And that's unusual for this time of year. Usually the snow would come to the mountain and stay on the mountain until spring. Yeah, and especially if we are totally white here, like we are right now from snow, then the mountain would be completely covered. But there's a lot of bare rock up there. I can see, you know, black spots as they appear from here. Uh, that's that's unusual. And the wind, when we had our warm up in between these two snow di- snow batches, the wind was coming from the south, and that's usually that that warmer wind. And uh, when we got when it's really cold, the wind comes from the north and brings that. Uh, cold cold wind down from the Fraser Valley in BC it's uh and uh, we didn't even mention the flooding that we had in between all of that too yeah, I yeah. skipped right over from the hottest day to the coldest day but in between there we had record flooding as well for our area and uh several people we know that know a thing or two about um the land in this area witnessed water coming up from the watershed not just from the waterways overflowing like creeks and streams and rivers, but also water pooling in places in the in the yard that were straight up coming up from the watershed. Bub- bubbling up, like geysering out, right? That's very unusual, yeah. Yeah, it makes a paranoid mind like my own. I don't know if I'm really paranoid or not, but... Uh, it's in a fun way. It's I, paranoid in a fun way. I like, I like thinking some things out. And like one right now with where we're at, 
and I see the mountain with not much snow and we have it down here. And I have this overarching theory that they're trying to melt the glaciers up on Mount Baker. Um, then I go, huh, I wonder if it was supposed to be snowing and packing in up there, but they somehow pushed that down with that warm air that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, because it should be snowing on the mountain at this time every year. That's, uh, But I haven't looked at the ski report or anything to see what the conditions are up there. We yeah. should do that today. I haven't even talked to many skiers or snowboarders this year, it seems. No, now that I'm staying home with the kids, I'm not talking to as much people that are going up to the mountain. Yeah, I used to commonly uh, in, endure <laughs> conversations about skiing and uh, snowboarding because I've never been into those particular sports myself, but there are a lot of people who are into that here well you know what um you know what a normie would say to us what they would say something to this effect i think they'd say something like uh oh you know it's all climate change that's being caused by by uh consumerism and uh and really capitalism and uh you're you and i are messed up in the head because it's easier to come up with these theories than to accept the reality that we're destroying our own planet. It's easier to like live in this fantasy land that you and I live in where, oh, it's just the government's controlling the weather. They control everything, including the weather. It's like you guys are just, you guys are just unable to accept reality. What would you say if someone said that to you? Well, I think it, it's much easier to follow the status quo. That would be going against the grain is not ever easier. So I don't necessarily agree with that. I also see that if there is any kind of weather change, it's done and the and the pollution that we're having, it's clearly from these tons and tons of airplanes flying over us, spraying shit, and that's making it so there's huge clouds. You know, it's like blocking out the sun or bringing clouds in or moving clouds out when they spray these things and you can see it with the naked eye like just by looking up and I know a lot of people don't spend a lot of time looking at the sky some people don't spend a lot of time outside to see that so that might be unusual but the reality is is what I think is happening and why we're having such extreme weather is it seems that they're using the Pacific Northwest as an example right now to show us how these extreme weather changes are happening so that they can use all the data that they're creating for the, the year of 2020, 2021, to tell us how we're, you know, we need to stop driving our cars and farting because we're, we're poisoning the earth and we all need to eat crickets instead of beef. Yeah, it's, it's easy to see the chemtrails in the sky and it's, it's hard uh, for people, I think, just to, to move their eyes up and to open their mind. Well, you know what's crazy is, um, or you know what makes this not crazy, I should say, is that it, this is this kind of stuff is being admitted to now? Um, you know the the term solar geoengineering. You mentioned blocking out the sun. That's uh, that's real stuff that's being done by Harvard. Uh, there's a Harvard program. I suggest anybody who's interested look into it. Uh, Interscopex. That's with an I. Interscope, and then the letter X. But it's one word, and it's uh, it's Bill Gates funded and Harvard driven, but it's a private company. That last I heard anything about, they were starting to do an aluminum spray in um, Sweden. Uh, I might be getting that wrong, but they were doing they were doing it somewhere up north above uh, uh, the European area, and that got shut down. But there was there was there were a couple articles about this like six months ago. You know, it seems like it was summertime, and they were 
it was pretty much all I got from it was now they're trying to figure out where they can do it because they can't do it where they yeah, were. Yeah, because doing. they were protesting it in that area. I do remember that. And it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting if you've seen the documentary, which I know you have, Chad, the documentary Frankenskies, oh, yeah. that, uh, and, or heard Matt Landman talk on any of the wonderful podcasts that we all listen to. Um, it's really clear that they've been telling us about this for years and years and years because the whole, what, first 20 minutes, half an hour of that documentary is just the information in their own words. It's news clips and documentaries and government footage of them talking about solar geoengineering or whatever, weather control, they whatever they want to call it. And just like that George Carlin bit where he talks about the I don't know, pussification of, of words, like uh, saying shell shock for, for being injured in, in battle and that changing that to battle fatigue and then mo- re- removing the, the feeling from it even further and saying post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, the, the same idea goes for, for the way they've been talking about the weather control. It used to be weather control and then weather modification. And now we're at solar geoengineering. It just removes that real feeling of, of what it actually is away from it. Starts getting into the realm of word magic. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I, like I don't really have a particular word magic thing to put in here, but just the changing of the words, the changing of the language. It changes our perception of things. Uh, you know, people talk about mind control sometimes, and it's they 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 don't really give good examples of what mind control could be in an everyday sense. But I think we're all constantly being mind controlled and mind controlling the people around us through language. When you say something, that person, if they're paying attention to you, you control their mind and make them think of it. If I uh, say uh, there's a broom with a red handle and a red dustpan. Good luck not having your mind controlled to, to picture what that would look like. Everyone's going to think of it a little bit differently, but they're not they're not going to not think about that if they're paying attention. I mean, someone could be also not listening to you. That's 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 an easy way to avoid mind control. Good good way to avoid mind control from CNN and. And Fox News is just to turn it off. Yeah, you don't listen, then they're not controlling your mind. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, we really jumped right into it here, but uh, do you want to tell people a little bit about yourself, who who Chud is? Well, I don't know. I'm just a weirdo who's uh, who's always gone against the grain. When I was uh, when I was younger, I considered myself to be an anarchist punk, even though I didn't really know what anarchism was I was kind of a a burn the system down chaos kind of a thing but uh, luckily because I was like that I kind of stayed on the uh, the path of anarchism and started learning more about it as I got older and eventually kind of dropped it for the concept of libertarianism thanks to to Ron Paul but uh, you know found my way back to anarchism and now I feel like I've gone beyond that because I, I don't even subscribe to the concept of anarchism. I prefer agorism, but give me a month and I'm not going to like that term too. <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're a married dude too. Yeah. yeah I got married once. Uh, yeah. I, I got married once as well. We're, we're married. We're a married podcasting team. Yeah. I consider you my first wife. <laughs> That's great. I consider you my first wife as well. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and uh, I'm Lanny. It's it's not a pseudonym. That's my real name. I couldn't think of uh, of anything cool. And just so everyone knows, what is Chud? Chud's uh, Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers, the movie from the 80s, but it has a new meaning to us now, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, when I tattooed the word Chud on my knuckles when I was 15, I'll go with, uh, around, around 15, that was the name of my band, and my band was going to make it big. <laughs> but we broke up a week later, and it just became my nickname. For many years, I was Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dweller, known as Chud. But years later, I've sort of changed that definition to being cool husband, uncle, and dad. And you are. And me, Lanny, I'm uh, I'm Chud's wife. I'm a mom of two, uh, an eight-year-old and a one-year-old. And how did I get to the point where we could start our uh, weather conversation uh, to be about chemtrails instead of to be about what uh, my app says the weather's going to be like tomorrow, like most people do. I think um, really my whole life I've had a really gut feeling that I was being lied to. I remember it like as young as I can think of myself as just thinking all authority was lying to me. My parents, my who are great, by the way, but, uh, you know, Santa Claus was a thing. Um, my teachers, uh, any authority that I came in contact with, I felt like there was something they were withholding or something that they were lying about. And I was just always looking with my eyes squinted, trying to figure it out. And that led me to drop out of school at a young age and definitely did the the punk thing and drank a lot and hung out with weird people. Um, and then it wasn't really until I was older, I started to see things weren't what they seemed like. I knew the news was a lie, but I didn't look to find what the truth was as much as I just dismissed everything that was being thrown at me um, until I got older. And it was really food was the first conspiracy that I got into after my older son had a anaphylactic response to peanuts and the doctors kind of didn't give me any rhyme or reason to why there are food allergies. And I started to do research and find that um, what's in our food isn't what I thought was in my food, what nutritional advice was given by the government for years. So, you know, the food pyramid that you have memorized and is, you know, pounded into your head from a young age is not actually sound nutritional advice. And if you look at the data, the information that we've gathered on health since the implementation of that food pyramid has watched us steadily decline farther and farther into obesity and heart disease and and diabetes and people are sick and and sad and learning about that really made me realize that that was all a lie but there was truth somewhere to be found and a lot of the truth that I find is from looking at as far back as I can at what I would think human nature would be and and trying to align things with nature as closely as possible and that's where I find my truth and Um, I remember a time where Paul, Chud was, uh, kind of digging more, you know, we had found podcasts a few years ago and he was listening to more and more stuff. And I think Crow triple seven was one that we were pretty, you were pretty hot on at the time. And you were like, I swear I'm not crazy. I'm listening to this, this guy. And I, I wasn't listening at all yet. And 
then we kind of started this conversation and Chad directly asked me, he's like, well, who do you think controls all of this? If, if things are a lie, like, is there a central planner involved? Like, and I, I said, I don't know, you know, like the chanting people with the black, black cloaks on like a Illuminati or whatever. And it was just kind of like, oh yeah, no one's ever asked me. I've never said it out loud, but there's probably some like nefarious group of people. We don't know what they look like and we don't know their names and they probably live somewhere that we, don't even know exists. They're not uh, the president of the United States. It's not uh, Donald Trump or Joe Biden. It's like someone you've never seen before. And they're pulling the strings for all those people are just following orders from someone else that that's totally hidden. And that really started to open up my curiosity of, of finding uh, words for what I felt instead of just setting things aside, starting to explore a little bit. So I started listening to some podcasts too, and then we would listen to mutual podcasts and, and talk. But as we have now the eight-year-old and we homeschool and we're homesteading and we've got the new baby, um, which uh, we happened to get pregnant in March of, of 2020, which was not planned. Uh, it was funny though, because after eight years of, you know, seven years at the time, of not having a baby to find out I was pregnant on March 13th, which was a Friday the 13th of 2020. That was the day that Donald Trump declared a national state of emergency for the COVID pandemic. And uh, that um, that's led us to not have as much time to chat as we once did. And so sitting down and podcasting is this way of trying to be really intentional with us being able to communicate with stuff other than what's right in front of us, uh, the daily tasks, and, and hopefully not being interrupted too much by, by children or, or a dog. Yeah, genuinely setting aside time to talk about these things that we have talked about for a long time, but nowadays we only get a few sentences in before uh, we need to attend to another matter and, and to <laughs> be really clear we have already stopped this recording once to, to answer if someone could have a snack or not so <laughs> it's it's going to be a challenge to find time to do this but I, I really want to and I'm excited to you know hopefully invite other people on to chat with us and to get to know um, some new people and do some interviews I'm also excited to try to get some some you know, of course, there'll be the conspiracy type podcasts, uh, some episodes of like the what the things as they are, and with the emphasis always being on what it is like today for us. Uh, but I, I'm I'm looking forward to talking about entertainment stuff. We love horror movies, and we're really into comedy. Um, what what newest what we thought about the newest South Park episodes? You know, mm -hmm. just some fun stuff uh, as well. Things that we want to talk about that we don't really have time to chat about otherwise. I would really like to do at least occasional episodes where COVID isn't mentioned, <laughs> where yeah. where mind control and the Illuminati aren't um, in consideration. I'd like to, you know, talk about a movie that is just stupid and fun. Um, I'd also like to talk about media that is a little more serious because I see so much predictive programming and whatnot and all of what we see and you know having kids we see some of the kids stuff that comes out so i do want to have some more serious episodes on entertainment but i'd also like to do some entertainment that's like just fun 
Yeah, I like all of those ideas. So you might not know what's in store within each episode, and we don't either. So I hope everybody enjoys listening to us and getting to know us. And if you um, want to listen to Chud, he's also on Into the Apocalypse uh, on the Deborah Gets Red Pilled RSS feed with Adam, who's a good friend now. Um, I've been on Chicken Tenders, which is on, also on the Deborah Gets Red Pilled RSS feed with Adam and Emily. That's their homesteading podcast. And there's uh, ways to reach out and find us. Um, we have the email you can get a hold of us at um, the world as it is today at protonmail.com. And you can uh, find us on Instagram at the world as it is today. And we uh, Anything else, Chud? Before we sign off, and I think that's it for now. We we hope to uh, we hope to just throw our hat in the ring of making content and um, see if we can see if see if we have a niche here with with all of our uh, the people I consider friends, many of whom I've communicated with but uh, haven't yet. But there's there's so many of so many good people in this podcast circle, and uh, we just want to be sure that we're a part of the conversation. Absolutely. This has been a lot of fun. Looking forward to doing more. Thank you to everyone who listened. And this is the world as it is today.